Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, just like most weeks, I'm out and about on my travels and I'm in Newbridge. I'm here in Newbridge Silverware, where I'm going to take a factory tour behind the scenes and I'm also going to look at some of Princess Diana's dresses, yes. So kicking things off, I'm delighted to be joined by Aileen O'Brien from Newbridge Silverware, who's going to tell me all about what's happening here. Now, this is a company that's here a number of years, right? Yes, um, Newbridge Silverware was first established in 1934, so it is in fact one of Ireland's longest established indigenous Irish businesses. And over those years, really nothing has changed very much in terms of the style of how the cutlery and the product is made. Those same machines that were once making all that cutlery in 1934 are still very much in action, although the product choices are, of course, changed. Very interesting as well in terms of the history of what we have here, Aileen. Uh, the military were involved. This was the biggest, I think, overseas uh, military operation of the British Army uh, in the days before partition. Uh, but out of that left, so there was farriers, there was all sorts of things happened that was army related but this business grew out of that yeah that, that's a very good point and you're absolutely right so essentially um newbridge itself was a garrison town so it had employed a lot of military uh, people and of course those military um workers were of course were very much involved with the horses and they had a lot of like horses and metalware and when of course they pulled out of newbridge when they left newbridge all of those machines were left behind and of course then it was like the idea what are we going to do Newbridge, of course, then became a black spot. Uh, there was very little employment until a group of people came together and said, we have this machinery. What can we do with it? How can we make it work? And then they had a light bulb moment. And there's been a number of forks on the road, not to use a pun, but um, there was some difficulties in the, in the 70s, in the 80s, but the company always seemed to find new direction. Yeah, so like as you say, from, from, from the start, when that light bulb moment went off, when Senator Cummins um, decided to set up, to help set up a committee to establish um, a cutlery company in Newbridge, they took their inspiration from Sheffield, they saw what they were doing, they started to make cutlery. And then as you say, over time, trends changed, people's tastes changed from very fine dining, from very formal dining people started to dine at home and um, there was lots of different recessions along the way and things were a little bit scary of course um, on several occasions uh, so the company was was really under pressure well I'm going to have a look here now behind the scenes Aileen uh, I think you're going to introduce me to one of your colleagues uh, and we're going to see a little bit about uh, the production process now I'm delighted to welcome Larkin Harney to the program he's a craftsman here at Newbridge Silverware. Larkin, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks very much, Bobby, and welcome down to Newbridge Silverware. I do the um, maintain the dies and uh, um, the blanking tools here in Newbridge Silverware. And today I'm going to show you uh, the process involved in um, making a knife. And okay. the, first thing the first thing we're going to use uh, cut is a sheet of blank metal. Okay, so basically, you start with a sheet of metal. There's a some there's a tool. Oh, I see the metal here laid out in front of us. There's a tool then, like it's it's called a guillotine, and then uh, the guillotine is now going into the machine. Very cool. We can put the pattern into it. Now okay. I'll show you 
Well, and what pattern are you going to show me here today, Larkin? Today we're going to use a Celtic pattern. So is this is a, a one that's been with the company for a number of years? It's one of the signature patterns, is that right? That's right. We started off making uh, the Celtic pattern. It was one of the first ones we ever, uh, dies we ever made. The Queen, when she came to visit Ireland, she wanted to, to eat with the... Um, the Celtic pattern cutlery oh. in, okay, in well I'm excited to see this being made, so let's do that. Right, we're firing up another machine now. <laughs> we're, we're going to cut the pattern of the knife. Uh, oh, wow. I see. And, and just to add, Bobby, um, part of the, the original um, jewellery um, design here in Newbridge Silverware um, was uh, making jewellery from scrap metal. So yeah. some of the different shapes of, um, of scrap metal that came off the, the knife handles and the spoons and the forks was factored into um, creating... So the shape of an earring or a necklace or something was, was born out of the shape of the knife or fork? That's correct, Bobby, wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. How old are these machines, Larkin? Um, they're at least uh, 100 years old, Bobby. Wow. They, would have came from the um, the time of the when the British Army were here, say in, in, the, in the late 1800s. And is maintaining these machines the fact that they're so old? I presume that's very specialist knowledge. You've got people who've been doing that for years as well. Yeah, you simply can't just buy a part off a shelf. Um, I generally have to make up parts if they if parts go. But they're old, they're big old rugged machines. Generally, the parts don't go too okay. too too often. See what we're doing now. That's very, very cool. We're cutting actually out the pattern shape, the knife handle. God, this is amazing. There we go. There's six knife handles, beautifully made by Larkin, uh, supervised by me. And um, I'll just press this pedal, and glue will come out into the handle. I see, so that's actually affixing the handle to the blade. That's correct, Bobby, yeah. and so I've got the glue into in the handle now. I'm putting the blade, the tang of the blade, into the handle also. And I've got these clips now. I'll put this clip on and clip hold, that'll hold the uh, knife oh, blade see, yeah. onto the handle. And I'll hang it up there and, and let that cure. It usually takes between five and eight hours. Well, Larkin, it's a beautiful product. Uh, well done, Jay. I didn't realize that there was such skill, such craft, such engineering in the process of, of putting your range of cutlery together. It's great to see things being made again, Larkin. Like, we've, for me anyway, you know, the beauty of looking backwards, seeing the skills, seeing the engineering, seeing the machines and seeing the people just so much in love with their craft because these are really skilled individuals. Yeah, it's great to see Bobby and, and it's nice to see the old machines still being used and you get a, quite a good satisfaction from making um, uh, these products, especially we, we do it from start to finish. Yeah. And so we, we get yeah. the, the raw metal in and we, we're able to see and the finish. And it's product. a beautiful, beautiful product. Well done. Thanks for your time today, Larkin. Thank you very I much. I really Bobby. enjoyed you showing me around. Now we have our knives and forks made. And uh, I've gone back upstairs to be rejoined by Aileen. And she's going to show me another side of this business. 
uh, which is very far from engineering, but equally important to the business. Aileen, we're up here on the first floor, and I'm looking at three dresses in front of me, all formerly worn by Princess Diana. Where does this fit into the Newbridge story? So, yeah, so we spoke earlier on about the difference and the challenges that the business had over the years, but it evolved. It constantly evolved, and any good business must do that. And, of course, lifestyle products like cutlery, etc., are very much inspired by fashion. So that's why we're here at the Museum of Style Icons, which is, of course, the epitome of fashion. And right now, what we're looking at uh, are three gowns, which were once owned and worn by the late Princess Diana. And these three gowns, Bobby are going to make a lot of money when they get auctioned in, in September this year. Okay, so there's huge interest in these and the, the connection then is that you use the fashion to drive the silverware, to drive the jewellery and all the associated products. So, so there's a, a, an association, not a very hard association, but a nice association with things like Princess Diana's clothing. Yes, essentially Newbridge Silverware um, is very much a lifestyle brand, but it's also now like a tourism attraction in itself. So the factory where we've just been, people can actually do that factory tour and then they can come up here to the Museum of Style Icons and it's completely free. Like you can see these amazing dresses once worn and owned by the likes of Princess Diana, Marilyn Monroe, Audrey Hepburn. We even have a Kim Kardashian dress here oh, as well. No so so it's like, it's <laughs> these are like the proper sort of icons. Icons, but yeah, you make a very good point that the link between fashion and cutlery and lifestyle it's very, very strong because what we do at home, how we decorate our homes, what cutlery we use is, of course, fashion led. Yeah. It's inspired by fashion, it's inspired by lifestyle, and our lifestyles have, have, of course, changed. Some you know, we're not really into the very much fine dining, fussy dining anymore. People want al fresco, they want you know, um, but they still want a knife, knife and fork, yes. you know, and then again, maybe something that is beautiful that is almost like a piece of jewelry that is a, a noted brand with all the history and association that Newbridge I suppose luckily has. Yeah, Newbridge is very much associated with fashion and fashion icons and even in the advertising campaigns over the years some of them very, very famous people have fronted the campaigns including of course Naomi Campbell and what we're looking at here are we have permanent displays so permanent garments and gowns and outfits um, which we own and which are permanently here and then we have visiting ones like the three we're just looking at here now. So these three garments uh, will be auctioned by Julian's auction we have a really good relationship with Julian's. They're in Beverly Hills and they're the auctioneers to the stars. They sold, you remember that famous Marilyn Monroe dress? Yeah. It was them. And Martin Nolan is from Athlone and he was the one who sold it for 4.8 million US dollars. No way. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Well, so. listen, it's been a real revelation for me and I'm sure even all the visitors that come here to see the wonderful engineering coupled with this high fashion. It's just such a nice association. Uh, Newbridge Silverware, I've really enjoyed my day out here. Thank you, Aileen. And indeed, you might pass my thanks on to Larkin as well and uh, every success with what you're doing here in the future. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed chatting to you today. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.